If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Podcast Unlocked, episode 16. I'm Ryan Clements, and I'm talking into a brand new microphone. Oh this my podcast God. can drive now. I was going to say the same thing. Oh, It's awesome. Because it's hands-free? <laughs> no, because it's episode 16. 16. Oh. <laughs> oh, I get I, I didn't need a more obscure reference Not to applicable joke. in Europe. No, it's true. Thank you very much for joining us on IGN's premiere podcast. No, <laughs> stop Xbox saying 360. that. <laughs> uh, uh, so as I said, I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm one of your hosts alongside Christine Steimer. Hello. Stephanie Lee. Hey. And Peter Eichemans. Hello. Hello. How are you guys all doing today? Uh, I had Pretty a good. Luther burger yesterday. How'd that go So does that you? mean you're doing good or bad today? I'm doing fine. Um, I didn't. So I this. So last <laughs> week, off. if you remember, I issued the challenge of getting a putting at least trying a Luther burger for 50 unlocked points, part of our meta <laughs> achievement kind of thing. And I decided to partake in this because you know I didn't want to be a prude and issue a challenge and That's not good. do it myself. Yeah. And uh, yesterday I went to Safeway and got a glazed donut, <laughs> and went to McDonald's and got a burger. Oh. Because I wanted to make a low budget yeah. Luther burger, just you know, just in case I didn't the, like it. The lowest of low <laughs> budgets. Lowest. You couldn't even spring for like Krispy Kreme. There is no Krispy Kreme near here, is there? Daily City, I think. Yeah, that's kind of far. That's yeah. really I was, far. I was, I was, I was oh, you're something in within Jose. walking yeah, distance. There's a donut shop down on King somewhere near Safeway, in between here and Safeway, further really? than Safeway. Well, it wasn't the it wasn't the Safeway donut that was the problem. Yeah, it was the McDonald's. It was the McDonald's burger that was. You don't like your burgers microwave? <sighs> Not really. It, it, plus, like the patty was so <laughs> dinky and like. <laughs> <laughs> Dinky is a great so, word to so describe before, a McDonald's hamburger. I, I, think, I think we're getting away from a very important point. Um, went, no, 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 it's good. I like the, the discussion of, of donut burgers is always appreciated. I, okay. Okay, you, go, you first. Okay. Go ahead. I was just wanted to explain why we might sound different to you guys, why we all might sound confused. We got a sweet 16 present. 
We did get a sweet... Oh, that's good. You're oh. tying it all together. Man. Uh, our Podcast Unlocked Sweet 16 present was that we inherited all of one Up's podcast <laughs> equipment. Our well, old, inherited our older, makes it sound like they died. They're still old, alive. They okay. are still using their So it's a hand-me-down. Our older <laughs> sister grew up and uh, gave us the, her old podcast equipment yes. so we could yes. use it. Yes. Because we just would not fit in ours anymore. I know. Um, getting big. So anyway, what happens is, of course, as uh, you all probably know, the one Up and IGN families uh, are joined together. We're all under one big old happy family. And they definitely had very cool podcast equipment, which we have now implemented in the IGN podcast room. Yeah. The thing is, is that it'll take some getting used to because now we are talking out of these pretty cool, kind of like what you would imagine a real radio station to use. They're suspended mics held up by a series of uh, steam. Steam? <laughs> I'm, pic- I'm picturing like giant like steam beds. It's like yeah. levitating in front of us. But no, it's, uh, it's just, just the, it's the, hanging, it's the hanging <laughs> mics. And uh, it's a really cool setup, but obviously uh, it's all new tech for us. Uh, I think there still has to be some tweaking done to the post and how it actually sounds once it gets to you guys. So, you know, roll with us on that. It'll, It'll change with time. Hopefully it sounds better. Yes, ideally, it, it, ideally it's supposed to be better and also easier for us to record, which is important, but not as uh, important to you, the listener, because uh, you just you guys just want fine entertainment material. But uh, today on which the show, which you are getting, wait, wait, which you're getting, <laughs> delivery <obviously>. in spades. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what we're doing on today's episode is a couple different things. We're going to talk about Record of Agorist War Zero, which is a uh, strategy RPG. From Japan. From Japan. the country of Japan. We're also going to talk in brief about uh, Gears of War 3 and the leaked video footage that came out. No and spoilers. No spoilers, so don't please don't tune out right away. Spoiler still on alert. Enjoy. And then we're also going to answer your questions, which you can email at unlocked at IGN.com. Bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. And <laughs> we will also do some other fun things, including giving away Mortal Kombat DLC code. What? That's a yeah. That's pretty that's cool. That's a good bonus yes, for listening. Definitely. But there's something I'm even more excited about. Is it guys. the package? I wanted to build up to it. I'm what? So sorry. What I, just, right. I just blew well, you your load. No, so. not yet. <laughs> I, I'm totally out of the loop here. So, you... <laughs> this is a very exciting time for the podcast Unlocked family, and they're completely un- unaware of it, except Christine. We received our first package. Oh, what? Addre- addressed specifically to Podcast Unlocked at IGN Hold on. Entertainment. I did not it's know about It's a pretty legit looking package. It's a legit looking it package. Is. So it's I actually got like am, not Amazon, but like I don't really actual know. labels. Not <laughs> you, like somebody wrote it. Also, yeah. you like also I dropped my knife. Right. Hold on. <laughs> It'll be funny if like you open it up and like bees come out. I don't think that would actually <laughs> be funny. I don't think that would be funny. That <laughs> it would, would be, be funny really scary. for listeners and oh, okay, it'd, be, it'd be funny until no, you get like not the bees. a million times. Anybody seen that Nick Cage movie? No. no, but I was just referring to that Oprah gif. Yeah, or the Oprah animated gif. Gif. Oh, gif. G-I-F. Where did it go? Ryan is missing his <laughs> just knife. Just use your manly strength and rip it open. So you're telling me that there's now a knife somewhere on this floor. Did you guys see the... Correct. Uh, <laughs> I, brought, I, brought in, I brought in a letter opener. I'm wearing opener. flip-flops. So. Four people <laughs> enter the room <laughs> with one knife. Who walks out? There is definitely a letter opener in here. I have Hold no on. Idea. Right. I'm going to search for it. Christine's going to go get it. Uh, in the meantime... In right, the you meantime, know can I finish my Luther Burger yeah, story please. really quickly? Yes. Tell us. Where was I, though? Uh, you were talking about how it was the McDonald's patty right. that caused the downfall of it, your burger. It was, because mostly it was, I just tasted the glazed donut and like this aftertaste of like this 
uh, McDonald's patty kind of like <laughs> came in after. Oh. And then that it just wasn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Try, I wouldn't count this as my real Luther Burger experience because okay. I had to do it right next time. Christine but Steimer once again proves why she is in charge. She of found the your Xbox next. team. I found it. Uh, yeah, we found the uh, the the letter opener more in the shape of a sword. I would have been more impressed if she pulled like a switchblade out of her pocket. <laughs> like, what? And she proves why she's in charge. <laughs> and like, I just oh. cut all of you on the cheek. Yeah. No, please don't. Okay. Just a little cut. Uh, it makes so you look cool. Any other uh, comments about the glazed donut hamburger? No. Besides, it was no. disgusting. Sounds awful. The one did I you made, eat all of it, or no. did you just have like a bite and then I had like spit two it bites. Out? Did anyone out there have a good one? Did we get a lot of pictures in? Yes. We got some okay. pictures. It was pretty cool. So I appreciate all of them. By we the way, we'll, we'll just get to that now. Meta Achievement is a special game we play on Podcast Unlocked, where we give you guys assignments and then you get to score achievement points, which mean absolutely nothing <laughs> to anyone, but they're a fun way to compete with yourselves. <laughs> uh, if so, you're bored and need some way yes. to pass the time. We, we had several winners, uh, including uh, Lawrence, who, from the looks of his outfit, is a soldier uh, who was like in, asleep with his 360, which I thought was awesome. Is he asleep uh, while eating a burger? There is No. This Wait, was, this this was one. Previous, this is the first previous one. achievement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also had a different Lawrence with the Donut Burger Challenge, uh, including Eric of Chicago, uh, sent in a picture of a little baby holding a 360 controller, which I thought was adorable. Oh. Hopefully his baby. It was just <laughs> he a just random stole baby. a baby. <laughs> uh, we also baby. had uh, George. Jordan, who is a friend of Podcast Unlocked, uh, kind of accomplished both uh, now because he sent in a picture of himself with his 360, I think. Yes, And then he also did. has done the donut burger. However, I think he... Wasn't the, was the first one worth 50 points? Yes. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Yes. They, we we overscored been... that one a little bit. <laughs> See? Little See, Christine bit. agrees whatever, with me. Whatever. It was the first High one. five. <laughs> it was an experiment. Although at the time, I don't think it was. But now when I saw him and it was like... Uh, two for 100 and i was like oh that's kind of a lot john john also got the double achievement and sent in uh, a picture of him eating the donut burger and also his 360 in the background and i think i want to say that this guy's name is kuba it's k-u-b-a i'd say kuba kuba yeah anyway uh kuba did the glazed burger as well so congrats to the winners uh you now have more achievement points than the rest of the world and I'm slowly opening this package. You can, as it I was it might be it. resume material. What? What? That you the achievement stuff? That you have 100 you have a, unlocked points. 100, yeah, points All right, for folks. So this is a very exciting time. We are now opening the package, the very first package that was sent to Podcast Please online. don't be a bomb. It is. Yeah, that'd be really uh, sad. It's, oh, Goodbye, man. Cruel I guess world. I didn't even think about that, yeah. huh? Could very well really be. What if it's a through. severed head? <laughs> like, I'm, but I'm, a little one. I'm poking it. It's kind of soft. I feel like the end of like seven that. right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What's in Without the box? spoiling it, what's in the box? There's a receipt. Uh oh. What is the receipt? How much was say? it? Gift receipt. <laughs> what was it? What? You're that kind of birthday recipient. I you? am. Oh my god! No way! If this is what I think it is, this is amazing. What? Uh, this okay. might be. Is the it a best. puppy? Open it already. No. The tension is, is killing me. No, but I know what it is now. What is it? Is now it that alcohol? I at the receipt. No. Is K-pop it are you action playing figures. Any K-pop action figures. No. Nope. Please don't be K-pop. Please not be. <laughs> not it's not be a K-pop. Moldy it's sandwich. hilarious. Hold on a second. What is this? Oh my god, oh my god, what is Why is there so much wrapping paper? I don't know. It is. WD aerosol Ah. lubricant for our squeaky chair that we have in this podcast. Stop squeaks, removes and protects, loosens rusted parts, and frees sticky mechanisms. I would have never guessed that. That that has some Uh, great uses beyond just here. This is from from a John. Uh, I don't want to say who. 
But uh, thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. Uh, Thank you. Is this, nobody's who has the sitting, chair? Hold on. Let me tell you. I think. Oh, it's probably that I think one. It's then. that one that nobody's sitting in right now. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you guys are getting that right because now, all right. wait. In all the podcasts, it will be much better from yes. here on out. There you go. Thank you very much, John, for the lubricant. <laughs> Put that aside. Let's talk about Record of Agorist War Zero, which, Peter, did you publish that review yet? The review is up roughly 10 minutes ago from this recording time, which okay. means by the time you guys hear this, a couple hours ago. Okay. It probably uh, won't take that long. It's an obscure turn-based uh, strategy game, RPG. Okay. Um, combat's great, like moving around a grid-based kind of world and setting off your spells and attacks and blinking them up with your teammates, which is great. But the main thing is it's almost exactly like last year's Record of Agorist War. Like, same graphics, a lot of the same spells, a lot of the same enemies. Same story. <laughs> Not quite the same story. This one has less... It's actually the same actually game. The and they just wrote zero <laughs> on the end of the title. <laughs> and uh, the... The curious thing or interesting thing they do with the storytelling in the Agrest War games is that you go through the whole like generations of a family. Like you're one main guy and then you meet all these chicks along the way and yeah. depending on how you like your relationships grow with them, you have an, a child with one of them and then the oh. child takes over in the next oh, okay. generation of the game. Got it. Does it go from there? Do you have a grandchild at that point? Or I, do remember, I do I remember don't this think, game now. Not in this one. I'm pretty sure there's only two versions. Okay. And to be open and honest with everyone, I did not complete the whole game because there's just not enough hours in the day. But right. the review is based off plenty of hours of gameplay. I was working on it roughly the last two weeks. Yeah. Which is to say it's a long game. Wow. Lots there for anyone who wants to dig into it. Yeah. Um, and you enjoyed the... I, uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to proofread Peter's review. So I know that you really much enjoyed the combat. The combat's good. and uh, But it's just not that much different from the last one. So it's... You know, we scored a little lower than the last one. But there's some... If you love the first one, you're going to love this one. It's more of the same. But it's not the kind of game that's going to like break in this whole new generation of turn-based strategy fans. Because there are still just better strategy games out there. Okay. But it's fun. It's unique. And, uh, you know, give it a go if it's your genre. Okay, and what, how about like I think a, a lot of people actually the, those that like Japanese games kind of perk up when they hear things like you know the rare dating sim you yeah. know mechanics that don't rarely make an appearance in you know Western games. Is that worthwhile here? Or the dating not really aspect, matter? not really, because you'll get it. the game's broken up like you have your turn-based combat, then you have your world map where you're going from dot to dot to go to different locations, and then when you're in town, you just see these portraits. And you get a full Japanese voiceover track and obviously the translations for anyone who doesn't speak Japanese. And then just randomly you'll have these totally abstract choices to make, like stopping an argument over there or suggesting we go down, look at the river. And then like based on these random choices, your relationships with multiple women will change based on this arbitrary decision. That's how it works, Peter. <laughs> it can be. You're saying women are arbitrary. <laughs> women make no... Oh, you're right. Yeah, you guys extra points for realism. Actually, yeah, women so make saying. no sense. I'm like, hey, you guys feel like going to get lunch? Christine's meter goes up, Stephanie's goes down. <laughs> I'm like, actually, oh, shit. I think it's the opposite. Is it the other way around? Yeah, no. oh, okay. I would go That's up. I, look. I would go, go up. Yes. I would skyrocket. Nailed it. <laughs> Peter's just skyrockets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. hungry. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not a very... It's not a very intense dating sim 
and it really affects you know your next generation which is kind of cool like that mechanic but it just but seems so do, like, random does each one have a different sort of stat or something i mean well how does you, it you have this uh it kind of tracks it with smiley faces like what? depending on how smiley <laughs> the face is next to the particular girl okay is how strong your relationship with that one is and based on how whoever's strongest at the end of like the generation you make a kid with. So it's basically like a giant lifelong aim conversation you're having with someone. <laughs> nice. That makes no the more sense, smiley yeah. faces you get, yeah. the more you know you're doing well. Exactly. Precisely. But do I, but do I, I meant like the women themselves, do they have different, like you would want to pick this one over the other one? Or well, it, it just you kind or... of base it off like their combat styles and that kind of thing. But even if you're like, oh, that one has great spells. She's going to make a badass warrior kid right. or something. You don't know how to get her to like you more because the, cho gotcha. the choices are so random. Like there was one that I was trying to pick because I thought she was a good fighter and it would make a good fighter for the next round. But everything I did, like her, her, like my influence over her just made me worse and worse off. And it's because you were trying too hard. I know. I was trying. You're right. Christine <laughs> is pointing out that everything about this game is accurate in regards to women. Talk about going backwards like a thousand years. You're like, which one would make the best mate for my children? Exactly. Who will make a strong you, warrior? Your spells are strong and sword sharp. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of that kind of reminds me of remember Final Fantasy VII. There's a gondola scene where you could have yeah. depending yeah. on what you do. This you, I know. You could have different people in the gondola with you. You have like Barrett, yeah, Barrett's in there. A choice, uh, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Cloud. I'm trying to watch this. <laughs> trying to ride his gondola. It's so. It That's my so, Barrett impression. It was so like obscure. You you would have no idea what to do unless you like read read it somewhere. Yeah. It just kind of sounds like that right now. It's. I don't know. It's a tough choice, but it's very much like that. I, I don't know. Like it, it all felt very random in the end. And when you start the game and you build your character, it's like pick one of these 32, like basically a tarot cards to build your character. <laughs> and like you don't know what they all do. So I'm just like, uh, that one, that one, that one. So then I ended up with like, does it not really give you a description at all? It's very vague. Did you read the manual? Manual is not helpful. All right. So I know it, manuals I'm, now do not. Have I like as to much consider myself also said. not an idiot. Like, and I try. I'm not. I'm teasing. Does one tarot you. card have like a picture of a wolf coming out of a pool of water, <laughs> oh. and you're just like, awesome. that actually gives you plus five luck. <laughs> <laughs> because that wolf did not drown. <laughs> I mean, they, some of the cards have like weapon styles on it. So if you pick enough of those cards, your character will be stronger in that kind of weapon. And then okay. some like pick like double it'll be like double or power or fire and like i understand fire and elements for spells and that kind of thing but just not everything made sense to me and maybe you out there are stronger willed than i or smarter than i and you're like nailed it you know picking the cards but for <laughs> me it. who i consider the average gamer did not nail it nailed per se it. nailed it <laughs> I have not heard that expression just, in a long time. They just start the game. They're at level 9,000. <laughs> Nailed it. Like, man, Peter sucks at games. What was he talking about on that podcast? Okay. You had to pick this special card over here. And no, then no. He's like, I got my level 9,000 character and the girl of my dreams to make best kid ever. <laughs> it's because Peter was like picking walking stick. <laughs> Band-aid. <laughs> Crutches. <laughs> oh, Good times. Times. Good awesome. times. Okay. Well, that was Record of Agris 4-0. Um, what did you give it, by the way? 6-5. Okay. It's okay. If you're into the genre, you might love it. Most people aren't going to love it. But is it, I mean, is it I worth, respect is it. it worth, like, renting for some, like, a, a normal strategy fan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A normal strategy fan, 
if it sounds like the screens and the videos, there's some gameplay videos up in the review. Um, if it looks of interest to you at all, and or you read my review and you're like, that's that's not that's not right. I was gonna say that's bullshit, and I censored myself. I don't know why. No, you know, I think most to. people's reaction reading something like that is like, that's bullshit. So if it sounds like bullshit to you, check it out. Go rent it. All right. Though I must say, I doubt anywhere would rent it. It's a little I bit obscure. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt Gamefly. Maybe. Hmm. Mm. Might so as well buy it, of, mm. considering how long you say it's say it is. Yeah, it's insane. But you don't have long. to. I'm not, I don't. I do not use Gamefly, but you don't have to return. You don't. You don't. But you still gotta pay. Like, and I think no matter what. I don't know if it's quite considered mm-hmm. a budget game, but I think it's forty nine ninety five instead of fifty nine ninety five. Okay, a so, little bit cheaper. A little bit cheaper. A little bit, a little bit. Okay, very cool. Thank yeah. you, Peter. Uh, there was also a Gears of War three <laughs> leak, which wow, I, did wow. they ever find out why it, they, it was leaked? It's the last we heard. They were still investigating. Still I don't investigating. think. I don't know even if they found out if they would say. Right. Yeah, maybe not publicly. Yeah, leaks yeah, not... leaks are not good because uh, the developers don't like when that happens. But uh, it is uh, it is it is cool. I, I watched a little bit of the footage, and I won't tell you specifically what happens. But it did have um, some story mode footage, and I would like to say I was really interested. I mean, I I'm, I'm not exactly I wouldn't call myself a Gears of War super fan. You know, I I played the first one and really enjoyed it. I never beat it. I I, I think I barely played the second one at all. But the moment I started watching this uh, single player footage, I was really into it, and it sort of just got me right off the bat. I'd say that's a pretty, that's a good thing. If, if something, if a story can hook you within like five minutes, I'd say that that's a, uh, an accomplishment. That is good, especially if you're not a fan. Mm-hmm. And luckily, my fiance said we can move our September wedding because she didn't realize Gears 3 was coming out. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. What an understanding Bullet lady. dodged. Man, you got to bring her into the office. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys got to meet her. Yeah, Absolutely. There you go. Um, does anyone, is anyone excited particularly for Gears of War 3? I am, Yeah, actually. I am. Okay. Oh, everybody there, is. But, I, I'm... I'm not like actively excited, but I'm gonna probably really enjoy it when I play it. Okay. Co-op time. Co-op yeah. time. Co-op I never. I'm, I'm excited for Horde. Yeah. Oh yeah. I played it at E3 and it was so much fun that I was actually really surprised. Can you explain it for those that don't know? Peter and I can explain it. I suppose you played some, right? I didn't play it. You I've didn't. seen it though. Well, I know, right, you I didn't get to go to the it. event. I'm so sorry. Well, Horde mode. Christine is bad. She's not able to pull enough strings to get me into certain events. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Horde mode is just a, like firefight in Halo, where you just fight wave after wave. That was what it was in the first game. Now they've added basically tower defense elements. Oh, okay. Um, so there are turrets and uh, barricades and all sorts of things, and a silverback mech, which is awesome. And you have to oh. use money to purchase them like i think you start out with five thousand dollars and then as you kill things you'll get money and there's like aren't there treasure chests kind of around the playing field too oh yeah my god. yeah, there cash. Oh my yeah. God. there's treasure loot chest. that you can get which oh my god. could mean that your friends will screw you over and leave you while you're like hang like dying the fat and loot. go get the loot instead of help coming to revive you um i don't recommend that but you could i suppose <laughs> uh, and then you know you can give you money all to one person so that they could make a bigger purchase like the mech and then you just dominate okay but at the end of every every 10 waves a new boss comes in and it's random so it could be like a brumac comes in and just tears everything up or you know it could just be another regular dude doors that sounds really cool the guy that showed up i can't remember what what it was i'm uh 
I'm That'd Steve. That'd be really funny if there was. <laughs> I'm uh, your boss. I'm your boss for this wave. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I don't really have a, a gun. I, I mean, up. they gave me this mug. He like. <laughs> All right, that's here's enough. a Luther. But burger. no, there's just there's different um, bosses every ten rounds that you have to survive. <sighs> we only had to play through ten waves at okay. the event, but it was really really fun. Any, I, I love, I think I was talking about this maybe when we were talking about Modern Warfare. I'm not sure. Are you going to cut yourself? No, I'm fine. With it's, that. Not, it's, it's not that it's sharp. Not, well, it's sharp he enough to. He just wants to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to feel anything. You're so dirty. Anything. Um, I was saying something about Gears of War. What was um, I saying? We were oh, talking. Yeah. I totally interrupted. I love. So um, no, don't apologize. I, I was going to say that I love modes that are specifically designed to be replayed. Like yeah. they, they, mm-hmm. they were they used they were set out with replay in mind, and I think that's really smart in video games nowadays. Anything that's like like zombie mode where it just keeps going and you're hunting for a high score. I think high score hunting is something that still appeals to a lot of us that went to arcades or did like old school console games when the only thing you had to show for it was the, the leaderboard, like the, mm-hmm. lo- the yeah. local mm-hmm. leaderboard the local on your right system. On um, so definitely, definitely thumbs up for that. So that's cool. Leaderboards are great. I mean, unless they get hacked and ridiculous scores just end up on them, online yeah. leaderboards are cool. Have I you guys wanna... ever gotten any really notable scores on any games uh just super stardust yeah but that's a that's a ps3 thing sorry it's bullshit what's bullshit about it stephanie <laughs> you were all you were just all excited because you were like i'm doing so well and then you check my score and you're like fuck i thought i was good but i'm not it just takes practice I, this that's is why what... i don't look at leaderboards because i'm like all right i think i'm doing pretty good i think i look over like holy crap i'm terrible this game <laughs> Like Ryan said, that's like the own. That's like the main motivation to keep playing this game. Well, I mean, other than the fact it's also fun, but you know, I'm 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 definitely just I living. Downloaded. I for it beating people. Oh, Ryan's score. But, I mean. but it's on the system Same thing that with, shall like, not Geo be named. Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when the PS Vita comes out, that's a 360, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I, I generally don't do high score hunting just because I'm, I like to try and, uh, sample a lot of different games and just get, get my foot in a little bit of, get my foot in. Is that a thing? Is that sure, a thing? Sure. Put yeah. my hands wet. in, get Maybe. my feet wet and put my hand in something. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Okay. This is <laughs> Oh God, Peter, why? <laughs> oh jeez. Um, what? I, like I was talking sam- about the chair. I like to sample a lot of things, and in our in our jobs, it's unfortunate. And it's an unfortunate reality that a lot of us can't stick with one game and just play it. It's for hard. Yeah. On and, yeah. Um, as much as everybody says, like you guys have every t- every minute of every day to play games. Unfortunately, not true. Not true. Uh, we we really point, do. You have to sleep. Yeah, we do have to be. We we eat. have to sleep. We have to eat. We have to be selective about what we play because we need to be able to give you guys like a good taste of everything that's out. You know, not just. Yeah. I'm I'm the even if I'm the foremost expert on Super Stardust, that doesn't help me in podcasting live. That was a very subtle way to get that in there. Yes. <laughs> You're trying to get it embedded in people's heads. Like, <laughs> Super Stardust. Most expert on Superstar. Clearly, this isn't a uh, this isn't a podcast about Superstar no. HD or my mastery of it. I, I hate to burst your bubble, though, Ryan. You're actually not the top score on my friends list. Oh, someone no. someone had you not, beat by like I'm 50 billion either. or 50 uh, million. I, I know. Speaking I, of Geometry Wars on Xbox 360, I think yes. Arthur did the same thing last week, subtly mentioning how high on the leaderboards yeah. he was at really? one point. Yeah. Also on Pac-Man, I thought that's what he was mentioning. Oh, that. Yes, yeah. they had a Pac-Man thing going for a while. 
<sighs> silly, silly Arthur. So, oh yeah, yeah, Arthur's not here again. I totally didn't say why. I'm so terrible. Because he's got the day off. Yeah, Arthur just took the day off. He's he's alive. Everybody relax. He's okay. He he's he's getting the tattoo. Is that today? I think he's getting the consult. Ah. Oh, is that why he took the day okay. off? Oh, I don't oh, know. No, he might well, be. But... He might be actually getting I, work done today. I think it works on Friday. Oh, is it? If I oh, am. Because I already thought he went and got a consultation. He's in. getting an Xbox tattoo, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's like right giant, over his heart. It's a giant If he takes a, if he takes a picture back. of that, we'll give him double the experience, or achievement points for the He can have like 1,500 Microsoft Like 1,500 achievement points for that one, if he takes oh, a picture man. of it. All right, well, do you guys want to answer some reader mail? Why don't we? You can email sure. us. If you email to unlocked at IGN.com, you can join the conversation. Uh, please, as I have said before in the past, keep them short. Apparently, uh, some of you still don't know what that means. Uh, I would like to reiterate, it's just a few sentences. Just a few. Uh, anything longer than, oh, I don't know, seven paragraphs will not be uh, short enough for me to read on Wait, the Wait, longer than Wait, seven? what? Seven okay. is... I was exaggerating. Don't do any paragraphs. <laughs> do a few sentences. Yeah. But people have actually sent me multi-paragraph emails, and clearly they I wouldn't be able... just want to tell you a story. Uh, oh, which I read them, but I can't I really know. read them, I read them on too, the air. I read them too, but yeah. Unfortunately. Not good for reading out loud. I almost... I Unless almost... it's story time with mr clement exactly and i almost kicked like the master control box oh, underneath shit. the table which don't would do have, that it's new which would have blew up all xbox 360s on the planet every Didn't single you guys realize that would be bad uh let's Not my do, mass effect saves <laughs> let's do a question from casey casey writes hello achievers of unlocked my name is casey and i'm from oh my god all right hey i, I wanna i wanna throw this out there He's real from quick. oh my god no no i'm this is a this is a <laughs> tangent okay. i'm really bad at um, state abbreviations. Okay. So G A is Georgia, right? Yeah. Georgia. Okay. Thank God. Man, that would have been embarrassing. I'm trying to think of another state. I'm trying that to think of another state that's confused with. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making sure. Georgetown. Georgetown. Uh, according to Greg, the there's a there's a state of robot. <laughs> so just that's listen to me about that. Um, anyway, Casey writes, I absolutely love the show and hope Arthur comes back soon. He will. Don't worry. My question for you to you all is which game got you the most emotionally involved story wise? Let's start with Stephanie. Hmm. Emotionally involved with a story. God. Uh, I think most emotionally involved, I would say for some reason, Halo Reach had a had a pretty significant effect on me when i played through it because i wasn't too impressed with halo 3 okay but playing through halo reach and the, the team dynamic you know the relationships they built playing to, or going on missions together and just playing through the campaign had it was that was it was pretty epic i'd have to say you're not making out with the microphone enough <laughs> fyi okay Lean oh now make it yes. your lover no don't look it <laughs> there's so many germs on it okay. i didn't actually like it very cool uh, but continuing on with ladies first, we'll do uh, Christine here. Emotionally involved. Story-wise, I think the the game where there was an event that like totally shook me. It was uh, Call of Duty Four. Like spoiler alert, if you haven't played by now, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> like where where you die, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So that definitely threw me for a loop. Um, and then character-wise, obviously Mass Effect. Um, I, I nearly cried when after the Horizon mission in Mass Effect 2 because I was so upset that he was being such a jerk to me, that Caden was being such a jerk to me. I was like, you, I really, I was, I was so pissed. I was still living with you at the time, actually. Was that <laughs> I don't happening? know if you Did noticed you know that. <laughs> no, I was just like, I, 
She just came like out shell, of her room in tears. I was like a shell, a shell of a person. Like I was just so saddened by it all. I was like, what wow. the hell? Like, no, we just had like, I just ran through this game to come and like meet you. You're supposed to be really excited to see me. I was dead on a table. Like <laughs> they rebuilt me and wow. you're an asshole. So, yeah, that was. You had a bone to pick with. I did. I well, none of the and none of the options in the conversation like were satisfying to me. I was like, I I couldn't say to him, I was dead. (laughs) He's like, why didn't you contact me? (laughs) I just woke up. I don't know. Newsflash. I was fucking dead. (laughs) I came back into the world of living. Not checking email. They didn't put an email chip into my brain. I don't know. Sorry, but, I couldn't yeah. update my Twitter account. <laughs> I was know. dead. I'm alive, y'all. LOL. <laughs> All right. I, were you, Ryan? Uh, well, I, I want to do uh, Peter do first. Peter? Yeah. I want to do Peter. <laughs> oh, God. You got the WD-40 there. This is there. like the R-rated oh, unlocked that's here. That's worse. That was worse than even the, <laughs> the subtle mentions of this me spraying WD-40. Two guys, one WD-40. That anything's oh. really like hit me, like gut punched me. But I recall, and I don't think I can even, could even explain the whole story anymore, but uh, Xenogears, way back when, nice. PlayStation Ooh. 1. Good choice. It was like, the story just keeps getting more and more epic in a very, like, natural, organic way, like, peeling back the layers, you know, until you're like, if I'm not wrong, don't you, end up, have you played this one, Xenogears, back yeah. in the day? Yes, mm-hmm. but, oh my, so long ago that I barely remember. I know, I'm yeah. trying to even recall what the conflicts were. All I know is like, man, I love that game. That game hit me hard. But I can't necessarily tell you why. Doesn't it keep going to the level where you're literally, like, fighting the gods? Yes, I know. As actually, the characters are really crazy. Yeah. Like, actually psychologically messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was interesting. It was a a stark... uh, It was a stark difference from, like, generic kind of JRPG characters. Yeah, absolutely. I I really like that game. And I would like to point out that it is available to download on the PlayStation Network if you have a PSC. I think I I I might do that. Yeah, you should, because it's probably only like $6. I have the original copies. Nice. Man, hold on to those puppies. Man, they could be worth something someday. I remember remember another one. I already picked two. Go ahead, do one. Gabriel Knight. Old PC adventure game. I, I think it affected me mostly because... It was way too mature for my age level at the time. And I was like, there are boobs in this game. And like, it was just like so much crazy shit going on, like voodoo and like murders and all sorts of stuff that I was just like, what's like, happening? It's like when my dad showed me the original Terminator when I was like seven years old or something. And then the first time like the dude got punched through the stomach or whatever, oh I, like, I almost threw up. <laughs> You're like, wow, oh, God. Oh, man. What is happening? And then I was like, my parents, Thanks, my parents have no idea what I'm playing right now because if they did, they would not be okay with it. I think movie yeah. wise for me, it was Total Recall when I was way too young. It's like, oh my god, three boobs! <laughs> like, oh, wait, three? Yeah. yeah, there's that one. Oh, uh, for bar. movies, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, wait, was it god. a dream or a for a dream? I don't remember. Requiem for a dream. Yeah. Requiem for a dream. Yeah, that was That's the most fucked old. up movie I've but ever seen. But it was seen. so good. Anyway, I can only see it. I was emotionally oh. scarred. It's like after the best movie you can only see once. Yes. Uh, back, back to Mr. Clements yes. and his emotional yes. back gaming to, moments. Back, so back to specifically for gaming, I, I'd hate to be the, the fanboy that I often am in this podcast, but I'll probably pick uh, Final Fantasy six and seven. I would say, and uh, and to an extent four, but I mean that that I wouldn't say. I would say that has a less uh, a less powerful narrative than the mm-hmm. other than the others six and seven i think are some of the most well-crafted emotional journeys um so i agree I would, yes they're good would highly recommend playing them if you have not already i also 
recommend playing through Silent Hill 2 for a pretty disturbing narrative. And the worst <laughs> fucking voice acting of all time. <laughs> I'm looking for my daughter. Have you seen her? Wait, was Barry, that? you're tired. <laughs> or whatever his name was. Was it Larry? Awesome. Or that was Silent Hill One. Was it Silent One? Hill Two Are you is sure? something is a different is a different story. I, sure. I can't recall, but I remember it being really. Oh, I'm not Whoa, saying. I, please, please, uh, listeners, do not think I am saying those games are bad. But I have an inside joke with my friends back home where we would always make fun of the voice acting because that part was not. I do like your impressionist. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to a question from Ricks. Ricks writes, "Locksmiths, what are some things that must go from the gaming industry or games themselves?" Wait, like didn't we do question. this question last week? We did something similar. Oh, yeah. I didn't think. Well, we didn't do. I only pick questions that can't come in after Wednesday of last week. Yeah. So, Could and we talk about things that common things in games that we wish disappear in. Mm. Oh yeah. So what about in the gaming industry then? The industry? Yeah, the gaming industry itself. Industry. Anybody? Um, rushed production yeah, schedules. <laughs> okay. Basically. Give those developers more time but to make better budget, games. I know. And they're on the clock. Just saying. I yeah. wish. Yes. In a perfect world. Pre-order DLCs. It's like uh, Anthony pointed oh, out. Oh, man. Oh, yes. But Good point. What? No, I don't, I don't begrudge them that, though, because they're trying to get people to buy their game new, and they're trying to get money. And you right. can't be like, how dare they try I, and make no, no, money no. and keep themselves in business? It makes sense, but it's still infuriating because I'm a but... completionist. So when I see it, when I when there's a game I really want, and they're like, wait, 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 I can't get one of the weapons if I don't <laughs> buy it at Walmart. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Or at Amazon, or like, I don't like it when there's multiple different, different ones. ones. Yeah. It's a little bit, yeah, it's stupid. Then what's the point? Yeah. Is there anything else, Christine, that bugs you about the industry? I mean, I'm sure there are lots of things. I just can't think of them right now. Okay. Fair um, enough. Like You're people, not- people were like. People were, were throwing a fit oh. over, over their weapons and the pre-order weapons in Battlefield 3, but I'm not really concerned about the, the imbalance issues. It's just that you're getting pretty much a piece of the, the well, an incomplete product as I, as I see it. So it's no, not fair. No, I agree fair. with that. It, depending on... I mean, but a lot of the times it doesn't affect your actual game. It's it like doesn't. a new costume. It doesn't. It's just like, it's just like Ryan's um, thing about being a completionist. It sounds yeah, like I a would, personal problem. I would say I was. <laughs> it's true. It's, I would say that it. I'm okay with it if it's a, a skin or, uh, or some minor. sort of right. something yeah. that will not affect the the, the product itself. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. I think like some of this DLC, like the modeling in general, it does something weird to the industry as a whole or games as a whole. Like when we talk about retro games or old like Super Nintendo games, like we all had the exact same experience, more or less. Like we played the same game. But now it's to this point with like DLC add-ons, new maps, new weapons that like when we're having a conversation about a game, we didn't necessarily play the same things anymore. It can get confusing too. Even with Mass Effect, I'm sort of like, crap, which save have I played through all the dlc yeah. with and like which ones haven't and, you know i just like i sometimes i forget where i am and it, it just starts like changing <laughs> so lost it starts i know changing there's that, so much stuff happening <laughs> it starts changing that like universal experience of a game like if mm-hmm. everyone's playing like maybe i didn't buy this map pack so i didn't have that said experience in said map pack that you did you know and we can't connect on that same level where we're all like oh final fantasy 7 remember that part Yes, we all do remember that part, sort of thing. Because it was all on the same disc. Yeah. All on the same of three discs, or four. Was it? I think there were uh, I thought, th- I don't remember. Yeah, I think eight was four, and seven was three. Okay. I thought of something. Yes. Motion controls. Oh. 
Yeah, that's like the... Man, that's awkward. Sorry, motion controller. You're going to have to leave the podcast room now. (laughs) Move controller gets up, connect, walks away. Um, Just for the most part, Child of Eden is the only game where I thought it was better with motion controls. And it's still, I even like, I guess Dance Central, but like two games, really? The Gunslinger. You you really think that... I love it. it Well, I know you like it as Connect. You really don't think it would be fun as controller. No. Mm Have you I tried it with a controller? I don't think you can play with a controller. Here's here's the I played their other stuff. Here's my thing with Connect. It basically has to be on rails. And I don't kind like of. that. I mean, like you, there's only so much you can do there. They're getting to a more like um some of the levels are side scrolling in the Gunstringer. And you're still like mainly you're kind of dragging them to one side. So it's like basic platforming. So mm-hmm. you're dragging them to the right and jumping over pits and obstacles and still attacking. And then you, so you have some control over it. So it's changing that kind of on rails thing, but it's not quite there to the point where you have total control over it just yet. Right. I feel like it's just too cumbersome and awkward because like we've been hardwired to just press buttons so for so many years, and now we're like forced to not get off our couches and not press buttons. We need that. We need that. The problem is I don't like miming. This action is so much better than (laughs) pushing a button. You're like, is it really? I don't think so right yeah. yeah it has to be here's the thing that needs to save that could save motion control is if it's more accurate it's uh more out of the way so that we don't i don't have to spend 30 minutes of my time setting up you yeah. know connect in order right. to make it work and also is that it's smarter so as in it's implemented in a way that makes sense and it isn't um trying to replace something that makes sense a different way right i mean because there, there are good examples those are all games that use it well but then they're also then there's like michael phelps yeah (laughs) like of all the things you can mimic swimming like you swim in water like you have resistance it's normal but you don't just flop around in the air to swim like it's not even close to the same thing that's why i think one of the key things that motion controls needs is like haptic feedback so you're actually getting feedback with what you're you're trying to interact with Otherwise, it just feels really like you're kind of just playing. It feels like you're a mime. Like you're going to mime school. (laughs) Mime school. If you want to go to mime school, just get school. Where's that game? (laughs) Make your box. You get an A. (laughs) Somebody is going to listen to this and totally make a mime game. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Simon says Achievement unlocked. You're a fucking mime. Um, all right, so let's do this question from Jay. Jay writes, uh, oh, these are quickfire questions. Uh-oh. So oh, for no, me, like Jay oh, asks, what is your favorite JRPG on Xbox? Unfortunately, uh, as I always say on Beyond, it's Eternal Sonata because I honestly don't have a lot of experience with JRPGs on the 360. Mm. Uh, sorry, guys. Stephanie, what was the worst guide in terms of taking forever that you've ever written? Taking forever? Yeah. What's the longest guide? The most strenuous okay so the longest guide i actually spent writing was zelda phantom hourglass which took me five straight weeks writing and this was when i was freelancing so i actually had i was a full-time student had uh, internships as well so i was like i was pulling like slacker pulling all-nighters most of the time to try to finish it oh my god but that actually was not the worst game i've written for just the longest okay yeah as for jrpgs on the 360 lost odyssey is pretty good Oh yeah, I, I know that there's several good ones. I just haven't. haven't you don't have one. a favorite. Near is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. What's that? Near. Oh, oh well, I did play Near. Although was... I wouldn't have classified that as a as an RPG per se. I mean, that's more of an action game. It's an action. It's, it's no. kind it's of RPG. RPG. It's an action RPG. Aren't I guess. all the genres sort of blending? Yeah, they, they really are. Do. 
And you know what, Nier, you know what Nier surprised me about the most is not only, I don't the know, music. it's a fucking crazy story, but yes, there there is some music in that game that like it was blew awesome. me away. It was really good, you're right. Blew me away. The unfortunate thing with that game, though, is it started out so slow. Yeah. Like, you had to get through, what, 20 hours for it to really pick up? And apparently, you, you, even if you beat the game once, you don't get the entire story. You have to beat it a couple times. Yeah, you, it, it ended very abruptly, and then I was like, oh, wait, it's asking me to start over to go further. Nier also did some of the most creative things I've seen done in modern gaming recently. Modern commercial gaming, anyway. Uh, I, I don't really want to spoil a lot of it, uh, though. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I guess I guess like one thing that I can kind of say is like they incorporate text very intelligently and in really surreal, cool ways. Yeah. So that's there so is true. like here's here's your one little tidbit that I'll give you. There's one point in the game where like reality starts to f- to fade out and you, and it's replaced by text that you're you're working through like an old school um uh, what's it called a text uh, RPG when you oh man there they have a there's a word like a mud yeah a mud yeah, multi user dungeon right mm-hmm. um it it like it becomes like one of those temporarily yeah. it's really smart really interesting so that's cool Ooh. uh Christine. What is your favorite XBLA game? Um, hmm. I don't know. Try to think. Pass for now? Pass for now. Let okay. Think about, this. think about it. Peter, this is from Jay still. Oh. I challenge you to a FIFA 11 duel to the death. Do you accept? Come at me, bro. Oh. <laughs> that wow. is quite a that challenge. intense. I, I do accept, actually. All right. We'll, just have to find some spare time. We'll uh, link up somehow. Jay, Jay has, uh, write, writes his gamer tag here. So. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send him a message. I'm going to go with Death Spank. Death Spank? But I haven't played the second one. I haven't finished the second one yet, so I'm not sure if the second one is okay. way, Super way better. I vote Super Meat Boy. I, I, play, I can only play that game for like five minutes at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, play. you'll clear like three levels in that time. Yeah, and then I'm like, I get stuck on one, and then I'm like, screw this. Playing something else. <laughs> um, okay, so thank you, Jay, for that. Uh, let's do something from Andrew from Utah. Andrew writes, I have had my Xbox for a year and have been loving it. I want to get Gears of War 1 and 2 before the third comes out. However, I've heard that the content of the game can be offensive when it comes to language and gore. How does it compare to, say, Fallout 3 or Bioshock? I've heard that the second one has a filter, but does the first. Thank you. This is from Andrew. Okay, you know you know in Fallout when you're in vats and you completely explode someone into a bloody pile? <laughs> that happens to every single enemy in Gears of War. There is do they a drop lot that of foul language. F-bombs? Yes. I think they do, yeah. actually. It's mm-hmm. quite quite. Vulgar. Maybe I'm just so used to it. I'm it's just quite so mature. Um, I would say, Andrew, I mean, I, I guess this is a question because maybe you're a younger gamer or maybe, maybe you have, you some, have younger some people, yes, some younger folks in the uh, in your vicinity. But I will say certainly is if you have a sensitive, uh, sensitive, whatever. And the key demeanor. here is steal away in the night and play the first one because I'm not sure if it has a filter, <laughs> but the second one does. So you can totally play that yeah. for people. The key here, too, is that the third game is also going to have similar themes and violence, though, if you're really worried about I'm that sure in general. I'm sure there will also be a filter, though. But, but yeah, they'd keep a filter on the third one. Cool. Does Thank it look you. weird when, it's like, on, when the filter is on? Sparkles or something come out of them. What is <laughs> it? Do you remember? Something? Oh, I don't actually. I don't think I've ever turned it off. <laughs> is it like the big head, the birthday thing in Halo when you when you headshot someone, like confetti comes out? I think it, confetti. That's <laughs> might be, yeah, that might be what it is. It might be confetti when you kill people. <laughs> Even when you chainsaw I don't remember what death. it is. I saw it once and then I've, I've since forgotten, but <laughs> it's pretty funny actually. Okay. Uh, let's do a question from one second. From your mama. From Mick. We'll do this question from Mick. Let me 
turn my paper around. Okay. Mick writes, hello, fellow locksmiths. This is Mick, and I have a question. I love how they, <laughs> they introduce themselves. That's great. One of my gamer friends came over and was upset that I owned so many used games. He informed me that the money I spent on these games weren't going to the game makers, but to the company I bought them from. Fact. I was wondering how you guys felt about the used games market and its effect on publishers and designers. Is there even an effect at all? P.S. Banana Hammock. There certainly is, otherwise they wouldn't be trying things like pre-orders or the Mm -hmm. online passes to get you to buy new. Yeah, it's it. You are definitely not helping the developers one hundred percent if you're buying used. At all. Plus, we have a bunch of developers that's that's recently closed down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of the games that suffered, I mean, that had this problem that people buying the used versions, studios close very easily these days. Yeah. Yeah. Now, having said that, I would say that this is like a very competitive and kind of dog eat dog market. So I think you totally, people people are, in, are are inclined, and you're you know you have every right to buy whatever product you want right. if it's legal. I mean, but I mean <laughs> they're saving it. five dollars because GameStop. Yeah, but not always. I mean, sometimes you do actually well, save a decent amount. But yeah, but in like, the case where you're saving five bucks, <laughs> maybe consider. I would consider. I would say I if you want to help support the the original people behind the industry, because you're not because at that point if you're buying you're not only sort of helping the retailer you're mm-hmm. also helping the developer make right. um, you know make their numbers i think we're right. in a day and age too where online sales are so prevalent that you're going to find an awesome deal on a brand new version of it if you just are a little bit patient and if you're penny pinching like you should be patient anyways like you don't need right. to rush out and pre-order everything anyways yeah like i think portal 2 was on sale for like 40 bucks two yeah. days yeah, after it, it came out yeah that's what i did Amazon. i waited like, for a couple days and then it was cheaper I, I know that's like a special case but that kind of stuff happens all the time and i feel like i have such a weird backlog of games that i haven't gotten through just because compared to when i was a kid not only because i have more you know money now of my own um games are generally like cheaper i think mass effect 2 is now what 20 bucks or something something and it's new so wait the first one no no two oh well the first one's probably free at this point (laughs) i'd I'd suggest just keep an eye out for sales and you know but i don't think anybody should be like harshly judging you if you do end up absolutely not i mean you gotta do what you gotta do yeah you gotta do what you gotta do but at the same time Try and think about what you're doing before. I feel like I'm watching a tennis match here because I, ha- I have to move my head from Christine oh. to the right and then <laughs> to Peter to the left. Just, but just then like, you also have to keep your, your face centered. Yeah, right. just look like. forward and like kind of like do this. Shift the eyes. Hey, guys. Shift the eyes. Um, hey, Peter. Hey. What's happening? Hey, Peter, guess hey, what? Hey, Peter. What? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm about to read a code, and this is for... This is an old code for Shadow Complex. Ready? Oh, boy. C-K-R-D-P. 66TJ6XMMTT9D4PJB4TYB. Shadow Complex. You can get it for free right there. Jump on it. Thank you very much, Josh, for sending that in. Apparently, that's a really old code. Hope it still works. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, if you haven't yeah. played Shadow Complex, jump on it. It's a yes. great game. A lot of fun. Some, not everybody likes it. I, I think Arthur, really like was, it Arthur was complaining about it. I loved it. I think I did two playthroughs at least. There you go. A lot of fun. Speaking of, uh, remember we mentioned Eternal Sonata a few minutes ago? We did. Uh, you did. Wes from Florida writes, I love Chopin, but have not played a true JRPG since Final Fantasy VII. Also mentioned. I love the art style and the music. <laughs> yes, this question is three years late, but should I? Yes. Should he what? Like, if play? you answered your own question by saying you love Chopin and haven't played a game in forever. Yes. Like, it's not going to live up to Final Fantasy VII necessarily. I mean, it could, depending on... I don't on... know. It's, it's really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But I, I would say that, yes. 
go play it. I, I think I've heard nothing but good things about it. It was yeah. just kind of like swept under the carpet if, because it wasn't a mainstream game. If you happen to also own a PlayStation 3, they added a significant amount of important content and some very cool little things to the PS3 version. But uh, otherwise, the 360 version is still fine. It didn't get the same updates? The 360 version? No. Weird. I don't believe so. Uh, this is a question from Robert, who's actually asking about uh, my UFC trainer review. <laughs> um, anyway, Robert writes, Hey, Locksmiths, after reading and watching Clements' review, I've still got a few questions. I just bought a Connect and was hoping to get this game to get me to work out. How does this fitness game compare to other fitness games on Connect? Other reviews have been more favorable so far, and most claim it is the best fitness game for Connect thus far. Do you agree, even though it's flawed? And ultimately, if I was faithful with it, with my currently moderate, with my currently moderately active lifestyle, would this game actually work and get me in better shape? So I guess I can answer that question unless anyone wants to chime in first. I'll do it later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I make my reservations with UFC trainer pretty clear in the review. It's, there's a lot of good things to be found in that game, but there was a lot of very frustrating and aggravating things to be found. So, however, if you're faithful with it, and I, I mean like really doing these workouts, uh, you know, as often as you can, probably, you know, every day, um, I would say that, yeah, I mean, really any physical activity, if you do it safely, uh, and obviously consult, you know, medical providers, then... Yeah, it totally can help. It won't, certainly won't hurt. But uh, I don't know. I, I would honestly say that I much prefer either going out and getting physical activity outside or going to a gym, be in that environment, uh, get some real equipment uh, where you can use resistance training and stuff. And yeah. But the thing yeah, is, the thing. Connect is supposed to help people with like that kind of like gym phobia where they don't want to work out in front of other people. People should not have gym phobia. Well, some people, <laughs> people do. do. I They are very self-conscious. The I totally problem with that. playing any game fitness game on connect is there is no resistance yeah so when you're punching or doing something you're likely going to overextend your arm and you're going to injure yourself like okay if you if you don't already know how to do it properly and you're just sort of picking this up on your own i really i'll bet you'll injure yourself i really do because i've played plenty of these games even with the wii or whatever and I almost always injure myself <laughs> and it's never fun. Like I pull something or, mm. you know, twist something. And it's just because you're not actually in the environment you're supposed to be doing these activities in. I think what you mean to say is because you're a girl. <laughs> Low no. blow, Clement. Joke. What, uh, but, but yes. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes. It's, important, it's important to note that like even the only reason that I, I kind of sort of picked up UFT personal trainer so easily is because, I mean, I studied martial arts for a long time when I was a kid. So I know yeah, sort so of how, know to, how to, I know how to protect myself from hyperextension, which is like a serious, like you have to be really careful about that stuff. Um, what for, you don't know is how to get the high score on certain training re- regiments. <laughs> Clements and like I, in Superstar to Stage D. No, I'm I'm still talking about UFC when, I know, when we had a minor flip? battle. The tire flip, sure. You won the tire flip, which is odd with no How resistance. How did you guys do that? It was just a bunch of squats? Yes, it's just squats Basically, and pushing. It's squats pushing and air. swinging your arms pushing up. Pushing air, yeah. Hmm. It's really um, weird. But then there was a punch in punching uppercut routine that I might have knocked out the high score on, just saying. I didn't have any martial arts training. But it's since true. he already bought the Connect, and he did he already buy the game as well? No, I don't think so. Oh. Well, I, I would actually say get Dance Central for a better workout, honestly. And you'll have some kick-ass dance moves. Yeah, absolutely that. true, actually. If you know, you're doing it, enough of it, like, If you're it's doing tiring. cardio, it's a, yes, cardio. Dancing is extremely taxing. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at any uh, professional dancer's figure. 
and you will see that it is actually really good for you. Yeah. Because they're hot. They're all hot. They are really indeed hot. I just like dancing. Um, all right. So let's see. What else did we have here? Hmm. Let's do this one from Christopher. Christopher writes, Supersonic Mega Awesomeosaurus and Locksmiths. Wow. Can I participate in previous week's achievements or must they completed within the assigned week? Uh, I say you can go back and do them at I any time. I think any time. Absolutely. Games Just like don't old lock games. you out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So go on and uh, get those achievements, Christopher. Do it. I encourage it. Yes. <laughs> Um, this one is from Steve. Steve writes, have you guys ever hated an enemy in a video game with a passion and felt a sense of sweet revenge after beating them? After winning yes. the last gunfight at the very end of Red Dead Redemption. Yes, that was when I was exactly I remember video. shouting out, eat shit, bowler hat wearing motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I said that, but I was, that was the same sort of feeling there. Yes. So specifically with, uh, specifically with that, that character? That, that's when he, when you read the first part, the first thing that popped in my head was Red Dead. Okay. Hmm. Cool. What about you guys? I know there are many cases, but I think it's more with like a frustrating boss or like a cheap move kind of boss where you're like, die already. Yeah, that happens a lot too. <laughs> so yeah, I can't think of anything offhand. Okay. Um, I definitely, I've always been infatuated with the idea of a boss fight, especially if it's done well. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that I thought that not necessarily revenge, but a sense of like awe um, in the Portal 2 final boss. I think it was done pretty brilliantly. No spoilers, um, please. No spoilers. I won't. I'm just saying it was I'm done just brilliantly. Saying, I just didn't want like her to chime in or like somebody yes. else to be like, oh, yeah. And it was, I'll protect you. Yeah. Everybody dies. It's terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I would say. But um, otherwise, like the boss fight is obviously a classic staple in we, there's Japanese role-playing uh, games. We had an editorial up about boss fights. If they're yeah. a remnant of the past Australian or folks. if it's still something that games should have. And the verdict? He said that boss fights should be removed, but I think he was just mainly referring to boss bad boss fights. Yeah, yeah, badly bad designed boss fights. Boss like fights. And like, boss like, fights. Or, yeah, where it's like, crap, we made this game. Well, better have a boss fight. Yeah. yeah. Or it's the, like boss fights with multiple phases or something. Those are really annoying. Yeah. yeah. Though sometimes awesome. Because it that's, yeah, I mean, it, just, it all depends on how right. you There's design always, it. Especially if you're going in like to Final Fantasy, whatever, and you're, you know that the final boss is going to have multiple forms. Like 10 forms. So like the final boss, he like comes out and he's like, hey guys, I'm Steve with a mug. <laughs> but then like you kill him once and he suddenly becomes a fucking archangel and the <laughs> world like Steve. splits open and then a giant worm octopus comes out. <laughs> well, I like this game. <laughs> Man, I love those games. Man, I, I hated that Steve fight. <laughs> <laughs> Took me forever. I, I was thinking of, uh, I guess along those lines, um, Colin put up a list the other week about Super NES games that should be revisited mm -hmm. or redone. Mm -hmm. And he had ActRaiser on there. And we were talking about ActRaiser 2, which is not as good as ActRaiser, but... That was one of those Super Nintendo games I had that I made it to the final like level with all the boss fights, and you have to refight every single boss, and I oh, don't, God. don't think you get any life back along the way. And that was literally a game I never beat because of the boss fights. We just got so ridiculous in the end. Actors are two. Damn Actors you, Steve. <laughs> Damn you, Steve. You had to fight like eight <laughs> Angel Steve. Steve. <laughs> He's like, uh, go explosive uh, mug. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Stephanie? Did you want to chime in specifically what? on any boss fights that you've had? Mm. No? Okay. I think that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that, uh, that that about does it for questions. I do have one last comment. Uh, David from New York writes, Hello, IGN locksmiths. I am Korean, born in Korea, and moved to New York when I was five. You know where this is going, right? Uh, it's fascinating that Clements has such an interest in my culture. I want to ask how to how you got into K-pop and what who is your favorite K-pop star? 
minor girls generation and anyone else that can sing <laughs> i love that so all of them not necessarily not okay. all of them yeah. can sing no. really a lot of auto-tune going on yeah there, yeah there is but also... there's so many of them that you you know you can sort of make up for the bad singers yeah definitely uh so david i i want to keep it short since we are in fact a uh, an xbox podcast and not the k-pop <laughs> podcast which i'm starting tomorrow oh yeah um but uh i would say that i actually was unintentionally really into k-pop when i had this huge boa phase in college and i barely knew anything about her or korean pop music but I'll i just eat you up yes i gotta exactly. say i pictured I you with like song. a feathered boa like you went through a boa phase <laughs> yeah. in college boa, I was like, boa oh, is it, is it lady? she's a lady uh lady but also lady. her her boa technically in her on from her stage name stands for beat of angel not bank of <laughs> nice. america beat of not angel. bank of america um anyway but uh then i sort of i got back into it recently how did i get back into it i think i saw the heartbreaker music video by g dragon who is how recently did you get back into it uh it was about that's 2009 or eight yeah it was when we were in our old office so it was probably about two two and a half years ago probably two years ago right before right when i joined you started getting back into this um yeah, I mean, I remember getting back into K-pop when I was still at my old desk in the old office. And we've been in this office for now, what? Over a year. Over, over a year, yeah. right? So, year okay. A, so, it's, been, a, it's yeah. been definitely over a year. Well, yeah, because we moved March of last year. Yeah, maybe. A, so yeah. Okay, but somewhere around there. Okay. As to answer David's <laughs> other question, uh, yeah, Girls' Generation, I'm just like, I'm a huge fanboy of. But uh, there's, there's tons. Like, I, I love a lot of the uh, kind of groups that have been out, including Big Bang, 4 Minute. Oh. FX, shiny, shiny, uh, yes, shiny or shiny are very good dancer. Epic high FTW. <laughs> Epic high, I I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty like Epic high. I think is pretty talented in terms of like raw just, music. Just, you just can't dance to their you music. Can't, you can't. You can't. Not only can you not he dance to your to music, dance. but then, sounds like a challenge. Then I just get depressed when I when I watch their music videos. Oh yeah, the like, fan, fan wow, was pretty. Wow, pretty now depressing. I just feel like death. <laughs> wow. <laughs> seriously uh okay i think that pretty much wraps it up uh let's do a little bit oh by the way meta achievement for yeah. this week oh. christine it is now your turn so to- this is inspired from knocking boots but i'm gonna make you do it anyway uh, i would like to point out uh the podcast yes sorry <laughs> yeah this is not for me i would like you all to send us pictures of you thrown back a captain crush which is now called so the achievement will be called the rum job which is what they have named strength so i want a picture of the of the captain morgans and, and the orange crush and unless, I want you unless you're under 21 it. Oh, and yes. then if you're not if you're not 21, I do not want you to break the law. I would like you to just drink Orange Crush. Yeah, but it's only worth ten points. Ten points, got it. Because you're getting Good. a delicious beverage out of this. Because yeah, because you're drinking you, and you, you win. Be, yeah, you you win <laughs> all around. You, you're not eating a disgusting burger. Exactly. Actually, on that on that note of the the rum job, uh, there was one reader I, I believe, and I'm sorry I did not make a note of this. Uh, oh. I believe his name is Josh. He had initially posted on my my IGM page. He apparently has named a hawaiian european pita sandwich after me or at least after ryan's pronunciation of my name i because it comes off as peter i here i wrote it down i k e u h m a n z i-k-e-u-h-m-a-n-z this is apparently like hawaiian fusion european which is frankly interesting. quite interesting because i am 
it is no secret, quite Dutch, uh-huh. quite European themed. But you're not themed. quite Hawaiian. But my fiance is half Hawaiian. Oh. So, oh, so little I baby do... Peter that will be coming around at some point in time. Absolutely. Will be the per- this, will that be, will be him. This will be, it will be the sandwich. <laughs> which... <laughs> and you will eat it? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, what have I given birth to? Um, why do girls not make sense? Record of Agarest War Zero. <laughs> Damn you, Steve. All right, so we've got pitas. Your favorite German sausage, pineapple, mm-hmm. spam, Ugh. sea salt. Oh, I love spam. God. Fresh ginger and brown mustard. Ooh. To be accompanied with a rum job, I believe he mentioned. <laughs> that would be good. The rum job part would be good. But I am okay I'm not with a fan all of these spam. ingredients. Spam has grown on me since I have been to Hawaii several times now, and I, that is a Hawaiian, really big thing there. And I still it's so know. good. No, yeah, I am a, a big fan of spam. Get a little brown crisp on the outside. Spam Ooh, and eggs, wait. awesome. And over rice, spam masubi. I just want to go throw up now. I would love to go to Hawaii at some point because it's don't a lovely eat the place. Spam. I hear there's just a lot of there's beautiful delicious people fruit there. everywhere. A lot of beautiful people. Yeah, Scandinavia too. Oh. Fun fact. Mm. It's cold in there mm. though. There's a couple key places that I would like to go at some point in my life, and I will get there eventually. Including Hawaii, including Korea. Again, I really need to go to Seoul at some point. Yeah. Uh, I also really would like to go to England and France and potentially Scandinavia. Holland. Or preferably Amsterdam. Yes. Amsterdam is pretty rad. Have you been to Amsterdam? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate you. I hate you so bad. Why hate you <laughs> okay. for, going, for having visited Japan already, which is one of the countries I visited? That is pretty good. To, to, be, to, to be honest, IGN has allowed me to do some pretty incredible traveling, yeah. which I'm extremely thankful for. Don't anyone think Japan that... Japan was uh, a country I never thought I wanted to go to, but now that I've been there, it's probably one of my favorites. I've been to the Tokyo airport. What? <laughs> they well, had layover? <laughs> layover. They had Parappa the Rappa dolls. I was awesome. quite excited about <laughs> I did not buy one, though. I, I was on my way to Thailand, actually, ah, and nice. Vietnam. And Malaysia. Ooh. Man, the only Asian country I've been to is Hong Kong. Okay, well, that's, that's not so that's, bad. That counts. But that's I, pretty I, rad. I'm just saying I want to visit more places. Yeah. Okay, you will. Traveling's expensive. Yes, it, it is. It is. But when they invent teleporting, that'll all go away. Yeah. So um, please work on that. That will <laughs> so be 1,000 points. <laughs> <laughs> um, meta achievement for next week. Invent teleportation. <laughs> So uh, that is the end of uh, Podcast Unlocked, episode 16. Remember to send us your questions to unlock.ign.com. You can follow all of us on Twitter, in which we give out a lot of very helpful and funny information. You can follow me. (laughs) That's not true. true for me. Yes, for you, perhaps. Uh, You can follow me at Pwam Cider, P-W-A-M Cider. You can follow Christine at Steimer. You can follow Peter at Pykemans, P-E-Y-K-E-M. A-N-S. You can follow Stephanie at Super Lee 7. Lee is spelled L-E-E. Was there uh, an upshot on your Twitter argument over or Twitter request to get your actual name? Uh, Was that, it finally denied? Oh, that, that's right. That, that failed. Uh, unfortunately, Clement, unfortunately uh, Clements from Denmark uh, said that his Twitter name is not for switching. Those were his exact words. Not for and, switching. And this, is, this guy has not actually posted he in did, years? He did. A, no, he posted a, like a, a couple months ago, then posted again a few weeks ago, and then must mm. have accidentally checked his Twitter at some point, saw like <laughs> thousands a, a of hundred messages. people yeah, saying that. <laughs> How dare you, sir? But you know what? It totally made, I mean, he got the name. That's all. All his tweets now are just like, man, I sure love my Twitter name. <laughs> <laughs> sure that would be hilarious. I 
Twitter name. We're like, man, what a jerk. You can you can also follow IGN at IGN. We also have a Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash IGN. Oh, and, and we have yep, a. Go ahead. We have a Facebook group for Unlocked. So if you'd like to chat up with your fellow locksmiths. Uh, there's actually there's actually three different uh, groups for some reason. <laughs> yeah, we probably should merge them. Yeah, get on that, guys. Those, Whichever one has the most wins already, <laughs> just everybody join the other ones. Join the one that has the most members right now. Yes, which Fair I enough. think is the one Become I'm in. One. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. What, I'm in one of them. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> um, last but not least, this is a pretty big deal. Uh, we have been provided with. WD-40. We've been over this. And also four codes for the season pass to all the Mortal Kombat DLC, which wow. is basically like a $20 deal for of DLC, which includes four downloadable characters. Does that include all the ones that have come out already? Correct. Nice. You automatically get the two that have come out, which is Scarlet and Kenshi. You'll be getting the two others, which I believe are Rain and someone else, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think. I don't, I don't actually remember. Anyway, <laughs> now the real question is, how do we give these out? Who, what do they have to do? Invent teleportation. Invent teleportation? Yep. I think that might be a little <laughs> You get little two hard. codes. Okay. Two codes for yourself if you invent teleportation. 40 bucks. 40 go. bucks. Um, all right. Here's, mm-hmm. here's, a, all right. I, here, here's something. This is going to be super ra- oh. oh, go ahead. I was going to say, why don't they tweet at you with their favorite quote from this podcast? And then you pick a random winner from there. The problem with that is that I prefer email because then I can very easily email back with the code. Oh, yeah. Because right. yeah. you, you can't email so, that. Not you email, have direct email us to unlocked at, at IGN.com and uh, tell us what your favorite quote from this particular episode was. Good. And four people that uh, email us will also get a, uh, a code for this DLC. Please only t- uh, title and make the subject um, free Mortal Kombat DLC. Put the quote in the body. Um, maybe make a nice little smi- smiley face. I want some cool smiley faces. <laughs> and then I, I might email you back a code. And also, if you are listening to this past this coming Sunday, which is... Upcoming is If it is after July 10th and you're just hearing this now, don't bother emailing in because the cutoff is going to be... Uh, well, yeah, July 10th. July 10th. <laughs> and for anyone who skipped to the end of this episode because you heard we were giving something away, you also missed a shadow complex code. Sorry oh. about that. Sorry, loser. <laughs> Thanks for the code, Jeez, stupid. <laughs> Wait, out of curiosity, what was going to be your idea, Ryan? My idea was I was going to have them guess what my favorite summon in Final Fantasy is. <laughs> they could also do that, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess, but I was just going to tell them, but okay, that's fine. Get, tell, tell also, me, tell guess me, tell it. Me. No, no, I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after no, the show. Secret. in my ear. I'll tell you after the show. Well, fine. Okay, thanks for the WD-40. And, uh, we'll fix that chair. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Uh, this has been Podcast Unlocked, episode 16. Join us next week, Wednesday, when we'll teach you how to hotwire a 2012 Camaro ZL1. I'm Ryan Clements. Thank you very much, Christine. Thank you very much, Stephanie. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, it's a long time.
Classics, man. Stay with you. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.